Alrighty, so welcome to the first podcast of Pop Culture Failure. It may be a branching podcast where we watch a series that uh, maybe wasn't great. But, but maybe was great. But maybe was great. Uh, like starting. the Cowboys of Mumesa. <laughs> we, we will have to work our way to the Cowboys of Mumesa. Because we, we started on a... We that shot stars! We started on a much lower note. <laughs> yeah, we're setting the bar low. Hopefully we'll go uh, somewhere with it. Today, or now, we are For starting. the next 24 episodes. It's only 24? I feel so much longer than that. Maybe that's just the amount that they have on Netflix. I'm sorry, it's 26. 26. Okay. I have one job, and it's to push play on Netflix, and I couldn't <laughs> even handle Uh We are going to be watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, Haim Saban's creation, uh, back in 1997. That means you can watch it at home on Netflix if you want to join in. Yeah, or... I wouldn't recommend it. Most of my friends and the people uh, I've spoken to don't... Be- <laughs> they don't want to partake in this, so I decided to uh, watch it on their behalf and tell them how awful it truly is. And I live across the hall. So here we are. Uh, this is Saban. This is Heim Saban. Pa- Power Rangers? Correct. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, did you know that these turtles cross over with Power Rangers in space? I did know that because I've seen that picture on Tumblr. That's I think right. it might be a GIF yeah, that's of like, high fives. That's like episode like three. It's well, really we are two away. Yeah. Which is funny because that season of Power Rangers rocks and this show uh, is the only Turtles property that I actively hate. But why? Uh, I suppose as we go along we can get into it. But up front, uh, the turtle costumes themselves are just horrible. Actually, I think if if they weren't moving and you saw them from a distance, you'd be like, that's all right. Well... I mean, at the time, I mean, you can't expect a, a Saban show to have the budget of like the first movie. I get right, that, but you'd at least expect it to be on the level of the third movie, which is <laughs> those costumes are also terrible. They're not great. Like the eye holes for the actors get bigger and bigger with <laughs> as time passes. You'd think technology would get better, and you could see through a fake turtle head. I mean, your Muppeteers are able to pilot Muppets from monitors, and you'd think. This is post-dinosaurs, Disney's dinosaurs. That's correct. On the ABC. That's perfect. Those, the, the <laughs> mouths match what they're saying. They blink at both eyes at the same time. Here's the thing. Jim Henson was involved with that. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess this, that's true. The show cannot claim that. This is Saban pinching every penny. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We didn't get a whole lot of wide shots, but uh, when the turtles are just driving around and it's a wide shot... And it's real pulled back. The turtles are just in this horrible grimace with their mouths completely oh, the, open. Oh, anytime any puppet is from a distance, its mouth is just wide open like it's breathing. Just agape. <laughs> it's, it's horrific. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I, and the turtles are sort of like more individualized in ways they didn't need to be. Like Raphael has a ripped up mask because he's the loner who does stuff alone. Well, he's been wearing that mask for 18 <clears throat> years at this point, apparently. Yeah, but the other three are fine. Well, they they're, take care of life better. Uh, so, uh, just want to get into the first episode? Yeah, the best 20 minutes of my day. <laughs> oh, buddy. Somewhere in China. Uh, yeah, I don't is that, the, is I that the name of the episode? Maybe. No, it's I don't not. Know. I thought they... I suppose... There, let me start that over. So say the turtles are supposed to be Japanese, and they're starting in China, which is a weird choice. You'd think they'd just line that up a little better. Oh, are they Japanese? Well, Hamato Yoshi was. 
I don't know. They have Italian names. It's hard. <laughs> They're all over the place. They were named by Megan Fox in a, in a whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it opens up, and there's this dude. We don't get a name for him, and he has... Uh, but he's a stereotype. He is... Like, His mouth doesn't even match the words that he's saying. He's like a 1980s caricature in Marvel of, a, he's, of an Asian man. He's what they wanted Tilda Swinton to be <laughs> in, in Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, he's staring at a mirror that is a ni- uh, Windows 98 screensaver. <laughs> I guess it would be Windows 95 if this came out in 97. Yeah. So it would have had to have been uh, 95. But it's the it keeps rippling the glass does and he tells this this person in a in a hood that he has to keep a vigil on the glass but he's not actually doing anything he's looking at it he's looking at it real hard and not doing anything and then a face pops out at him and he doesn't react at all and it kind of looks like a lizardy person and nothing the puppet's mouths match closer to what they're saying than he does. <laughs> I find it and very... Then, and then this happens! And then the terrible opening sequence comes on. Uh, this... The Netflix has, like, a weird techno remix. There is an alternate song for this opening that is... 150 times worse. Really? Oh, it's just straight-up garbage. So all through this opening, we see a fifth turtle. Uh, and if you look close enough, you can see that she has boobs. Because that's the thing that turtles would have because they're reptiles, right? I feel like the next episode there's going to be a lot more turtle tit. There's, yeah. She hasn't come up yet, but whatever. Uh, uh, in I the bet be- it was that person whose face we didn't see. <laughs> in the beginning here, every time a uh, credit goes by, it goes... <laughs> as if somebody is karate chopping the credits. Oh, also, um, New York in this version of the Ninja Turtles looks so much less scary than the original 1989, 90. It's so clean. It's like Seinfeld, New York, not yeah. scary Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 80s New York that yeah. terrified me as a child. Well, that's the only exposure to New York that we had. <laughs> yeah. We live in Illinois where there's corn and cows and everyone's cool. Yeah. So uh, when the, the credits are done rolling, we get uh, uh, Raph and Leonardo. They're yelling at each other, if you can believe it. And Raph goes out on his own. Who would have seen that coming? And then we get the first <laughs> the first time that we'll be seeing this footage that I know that they recycle for every episode. <laughs> uh, maybe they, not this long, loving shot of the motorcycle. With they take all doing. this time, and he, like, revs up this engine. And, like, it look, I mean, it's cool. It's what you would do if you were a motorcycle, if you were a turtle or not. But then later when they do this shot... Uh, remember how cool it is to get on a motorcycle <laughs> and how not cool it is to shut the door of a Jeep. <laughs> so Raph's going out to uh, blow off some steam and he's yelling a bunch of different catchphrases. Uh, mostly, <laughs> it's Raph and Roll. Uh, that is a very common thing with this show where they will just yell catchphrases nonstop. You know a lot about this show for not liking it. I've seen the first ten episodes and that's as far as I can get in. I tried multiple times. I'm sure I watched it as a youngster, yeah. as a wee 12-year-old who uh, didn't know any better. Yeah. Is this a direct continuation of the movie series? I genuinely have no idea. Because their, their house seems to be the most, like, as far as continuity goes, where they live seems to be sort of where they live. Yeah, they're in the abandoned subway. Um, that's much nicer than you'd think. I bet it's not because I bet they would have had to pay rights of some sort. Well, it, it, it could be, and they just don't mention it. That's likely that. Because that's well. free. But uh, Raphael is just driving around, and then some foot ninja just slide out from the side of a car. <laughs> Hilariously. They were waiting? They were just there, knowing that that's where he'd be, I guess. And 
There's like six of them. They just kind of stumble out in front of him. Maybe he interrupted their picnic. <laughs> but here's my problem with the Foot Ninja. They have some that look like they're from the movie. <laughs> and others are just guys with like, yeah, they're like awkward holes in their masks. Well, here's a ski mask and a purple bandana, and that's probably good, right? Some of it doesn't even seem like a ski mask. Some of it just seems like a... Like a, a sock with a hole in it stretched over a face. <laughs> it's really, like, the lack of consistency really bothers me. Because the, the Foot Ninja are supposed to be an elite troop They are elite nothings in this. I could fight them. <laughs> and it would like, be hilarious because when you kick them, it goes boink every time. <laughs> it does. They use that sound effect. I'm going to say too much. We bought the one. Let's use it. <laughs> but, yeah. So they slide out. They all look ridiculous, uh, and Raphael decides that instead of finding them right there, he's going to smash into a warehouse, and then like he invites them in and then complains that he has to fight them again. It's tough being a turtle, man. <laughs> but I thought that they loved being a turtle. It's hard to say. They're a mixed bag, these turtles. So far, uh, the only turtles that we've seen are uh, Leo and Raph, and we've gotten the dynamic that... It seems to be the only story that they could tell where they're mad at each other for reasons that aren't clear yet. They're grumpy. You have a brother. You understand. You get grumpy. <laughs> I guess. <sighs> but yeah, so we cut from this warehouse where they're going to start fighting in a ridiculous fashion uh, to the park where Master Splinter has wandered off and met up with a, an older man. Wandered off makes it seem like he didn't do it on purpose. I think he's here very deliberately. That's fair. Well, like, he's always telling the turtles to not go out and interact with people, and then he goes out and finds this uh, this gentleman who can't see to play chess Kar- with. Karate senseis are nothing if not hypocrites. Every time. <laughs> this blind old black man looks really familiar. He's the most comforting part of this <laughs> episode. Is he? Do I know him from something? Uh, Is he in an episode of Seinfeld just like the opening <laughs> shots? Because he looks... Uh, let me pull up the old IMBD. It's okay. I'm not fighting this Once we're done, I'll I'll stop. There's caring. a couple of characters named Monkey Thief. I think we saw him in the uh, in the credits. There's like a monkey mob boss or something. Yep. Uh, that guy's name is Silver. He's hey, a gorilla. Don't ruin it. Uh, whatever. Old man. That might be him. There's only one episode, and that guy's name is James Lawson. What's James Lawson in? Nothing. All right. <laughs> he was in Wedding Knives. Maybe he just was around the set, and they were like, here, put these on, James. <laughs> just some guy. He's, I'm going to say, he, he's probably the best actor in this episode. His mouth matches what he's saying. I appreciate that greatly. But he's playing chess with a rat. Yeah, well, he doesn't know that. Or maybe he does. Maybe he's got Daredevil I'm sh- I There's no way he doesn't, because blind old men always know what's going on. <laughs> he just doesn't care. That's a lesson we're going to get eventually. Well, he knows how hard it is out in the streets. Although he that would not be homeless. That would imply that this has the wherewithal to set up something and then have a payoff in a lesson later. Well, I mean, this whole episode is setting up a thing. You know, it's like a three-story arc, a three-episode arc, I think this begins. But uh, It's five parts. Five parts? That's too many parts. <laughs> but uh, Splinter and this guy are playing chess, and then Splinter has, like, a psychic vision. Like, like Luke in the cave. <laughs> But about turtles instead of uh, Leia. He somehow senses that Raphael is in a fight and decides uh, that he's 
just gonna go find this random warehouse? I will say this rat puppet is less terrifying than the original rat puppet. It's a little bit better than the one that appeared in uh, Secret of the Ooze and uh, Turtles in Time. I that first the first one is scary too. It's scary, but that one looks real to me. This. Uh, the one or the one from uh, the third movie looks super incredibly fragile, and this one at least has a dude inside of it moving around, so it's at least a little. He's bit a very mobile. upwardly mobile rat. Yeah, even though he's got a walking stick, and they kind of portray him as fragile. His mouth also is constantly open when he's not talking. <laughs> Agape, horrifying. Then there's it, a it toilet looks joke. Terrible. Yeah, uh, the old man insists that if he needs to pee he can just use the the bushes because they're in central park or whatever and then we cut back to the lair uh where the other turtles are there uh leonardo is stacking bricks he's gonna smash some cinder blocks with his martial arts prowess because he's the leader and the donatello does some machines and then michelangelo is just walking around being annoying he's literally walking in circles apparently donatello is in the process of making a thing that can track all of his family based on their body temperatures which seems pretty advanced for a guy working with garbage also Leonardo just nudged that cinder block and it moved like it weighed oh more. it's just, throughout the episode when he moves them they're very very clearly very very light yeah and it's not it's not even like one piece it's it's foam that they spray painted gray it's like in a movie when someone picks up a cup and that cup is clearly empty and they take a fake drink out of it <laughs> That's one of my pet peeves. Yeah. Leonardo's mad because he's he set up shop in the middle of the living room instead of somewhere else, and he's mad at them for making noise. Right? They're in that sweet-ass subway, and they, they're all doing things within six feet of each other. <laughs> uh, not even doing it in his room. And the eye holes are so apparent. They're so big. They get bigger later when they fight. Yeah. They're, like, <laughs> huge. So the <laughs> guy can, inside can kick. Yeah. You know... The first turtle suits in the original movie are so amazing. This is just a podcast of you sighing and then going, you know, <laughs> remember when. Yeah, it will be. And then, oh, we cut to Donatello assigned everybody a little circle on a GPS and Raphael is going in a triangle. And then there's a square dancing joke from Michelangelo because he's the comic relief, sort of. Remember when we were 12 and we loved square dancing jokes? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh they're all they've got their colors obviously and master splinter has a quote dignified yellow blip because japan i guess or china i don't know which one <laughs> well he's from japan oh is they're... that racist too because it's yellow uh it's not, right, not now, racist now they're getting in this yeah, there's the all these have a hummer somebody threw away a hummer i guess and it or flushed a hummer down the toilet but look at look at how fun this is look he stepping into the the into the jeep like oh it's super dramatic. And then putting his seatbelt on. Yeah, and then flipping some switches that are completely unnecessary. And then, if you notice, uh, Venus is absolutely in this stock footage. As they're pulling away from their hole. Uh, I believe yeah, she you. She is on the right. Oh, on the yeah. left, rather. <laughs> and then they have a, a vanity plate because they don't want to break the law. And they've registered their vehicle. I mean, that's smart. I just I just re- re-registered my vehicle. Yeah. Everyone, don't forget. <laughs> It's a public service announcement. It is. And that's what's brought to you by Hypsabon and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And Jake and Sky. Yeah. Uh, I guess we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, I'm Jake. That later. That one's Sky. I'm, yeah. I oh, suppose I could pepper in the thing. God damn it. It's all right. They'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get there. 
So Master Splinter shows up. Seraphiel starts losing the fight because there's like 20 foot dudes. And they all... Still wearing his helmet. They all patiently circle around Master Splinter and then one at a time get bonked in the head or in the leg or in the some. If a single know, one of them had a gun, all of this would be over. Or even a weapon. Just a weapon. <laughs> all of them are unarmed and they get taken out like punks. By an old rat. The other turtles are on their way to go help. They are too late because Splinter has already saved the day and now he's scolding Raphael for being a jerk and going off on his own. <laughs> By smashing his uh, his motorcycle with a stick, which doesn't seem to be doing anything, but Raphael's freaking out about well, it. Well, it's, it's, that motorcycle's probably made of cardboard. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> Aluminum cans. It, like, they, they screwed something to the side of a regular motorcycle to make it look as though it was built in a sewer, but it's, it's just, it looks like they screwed a thing to the yeah. side. It's just a regular motorcycle painted yeah. green. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. The other turtles show up. I um, really appreciate that the front of their shells make it look like they have super abs. <laughs> they do. I mean, they're I, fucking buff as hell. Yeah, they are. Look at those calves. And Leonardo's got only got one sword. Donatello's got uh, an extendo bow, which we haven't really seen yet. Because he hasn't had to fight yet, because Splinter already took care of it. <laughs> and he yells at them, stop being jerks. You gotta fade into the night and all that. All the Splinter tropes. Are there action figures for this, and do you have them? There are, and I do not. Mm-hmm. I uh, was fifth-ish grade, so I was not... Uh, I didn't have any money, and I didn't want to ask for these because the show sucked. Mm. Yeah, Splinter scolds him a little bit, and then we cut over to the foot warehouse. And oh, this, this is the best shredder. We get the dollar store shredder. He looks like someone made a like a YouTube movie of shredder, like yelling <laughs> at people. Like, this is just fan film level shredder and the foot if you if you were to find somebody who liked the turtles but hasn't been exposed to them since they were a kid and asked them to draw the shredder this is what he would look like <laughs> i could build that costume out of things from our house in 45 minutes <laughs> it would look exactly the same uh shredder's mad at the turtles shockingly uh because they keep winning the fights somehow you maybe if the foot ninja didn't like wait one at a time there's like 30 of them and they attack one at a time yeah, I mean, he's training them. He should really uh, get that together. He's here's, not good. Everybody in this is bad at their job. Just, here's here's my theory, is that this is in the same universe as the original three movies, but we know Shredder died a second time in the second movie, right? Yes. Does he die at the end He gets of crushed by a peer. He gets crushed a second time. Right. Um, he does get crushed a lot. <laughs> perhaps them going back in time really messed up the timeline, so those first two movies never happened, and the, this is a direct sequel to number three. Does that make sense? It doesn't not make sense. It 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 I mean, it, it X Men Days of Future Pasts it. <laughs> Michelangelo leaving his nunchuck behind. Yeah, it, and then it changed the timeline. So uh, Shredder won, or something. I I don't know. He at least didn't get murdered again. Hey, what if we joined Splinter and went to um, the game Mist? <laughs> Splinter's meditating, and we get a, a very sweet Dutch angle. And Is that what that's called? A Dutch angle? Yeah, when you tilt it like that, that's a Dutch angle. And then he uh, has an eruption of light Leave it to the Dutch. And then he gets sucked into, uh, like, a Windows 95 screensaver. Uh, oh, it looks like... Um, it looks real bad. It looks like one of the games fell in, in into the mainframe in Reboot. <laughs> and 
They're playing like an old cowboy game. Except Revo was actually impressive. Uh, For the time. But the guy from the beginning of the show, his name is Chung E, I think. That's what it sounded like they said, anywho. His spectral head appears in front of Splinter and explains that uh, some bad stuff is happening. And that you can't be in the dreamland. Yeah. We find out later that the dreamland is for where enlightened people go to dreamwalk. But there's some dragons or something. I don't know. Chung E yells as he fades into the into the day. What's Saban's deal with giant talking heads? I don't know. It's probably just easier to like because he's got a huge mustache. So if he needed to reuse that, you just got to float uh. head that he can just dub new words over. <laughs> but uh, Splinter's interrupted by Raphael, who comes in to sort of apologize and also yell about about being a turtle. Yeah, he's mad that they they live in the sewer. It's like, well. You're a monster. You're a literal monster. You and your brothers are monsters. Your dad is a different kind of monster. You have to hide. Yeah. We can't handle different races up here. We're not good people. I mean, you know two humans, and every other human that has met you has attempted to murder you with an edge. Where are the other two humans? Where's where's Casey Casey Jones and April? April? I don't know. I don't think they appear. In this, they cut out everyone's fifth favorite character from the show. I guess. Yeah. But uh, we cut back to miscellaneous China, and Chung Yi is still staring at the mirror. Just it's wobblier than before. He's just hanging on a leftover Power Rangers set. And the hooded figure is talking to him, and offers him because he apparently hasn't eaten or whatever. And he's like, "I'll have some tea," and this dooms the world, or something. I don't know. Because he took his focus off the mirror to get some tea. I guess. Like, he's still right there, and it's not like he was doing anything. He was just looking at it. Is that what happened? He took his focus off the mirror, and and so things start to happen? I think that's what happens, because, like, we get the the dragon face smooshing out of the mirror. I guess that must have come later. But uh, we get Michelangelo. We cut back to New York, and Michelangelo's walking through the sewer. The filthy, filthy sewer. Toilet seats. Yeah. And he finds his jetpack mo- or uh, skateboard. It's like a skateboard, but he sits on it. It's like a bobsled. Yeah, they call it a go-kart. And it's just, it's like an inch down in the water. And that can't be great for that engine. And he talks about how fast it is. Yeah. And then when it takes off, it goes so slow. <laughs> it's clearly on a track. <laughs> a, a foot ninja watches him do it and reports into Shredder. Uh, I don't know where or how far away from the lair this is, but it's got to be at least a good distance. But the foot ninjas is like, I'm at this, you know, this street. And Shredder's just like, attack! So you don't have a location yet, man. Right. And he's following that thing on foot, and it does have wheels, and it does go sort of fast. Kind of. But, yeah, so all the foot ninja, like, mobilize. <laughs> they have a, a Everybody Avengers Assemble mask. alarm. <laughs> well, no, it's, that was just Shredder screaming attack into the microphone. Oh. Uh, but Michelangelo is just going through the sewer and then we cut back to the lair where Leonardo's about to smash the cinder blocks with his head again and then Raph interrupts him again saying hey make sure I'm in your will <laughs> jokes you wouldn't know anything that they're saying because no. we're watching it on mute right now <laughs> you have no idea what's going on nah. because nothing matches what they're saying yeah. but, uh, Michelangelo breaks the break and apparently the go-kart track was pointed directly at the lair, uh, you know, thereby leading anybody following you directly back home. But don't worry, the foot ninja didn't follow him back. 
Yeah, it's very confusing how what happens here. Yeah, but uh, Leonardo bonks his head on the cinder blocks, and it doesn't break. But Michelangelo smashed through a wall, and he's fine. Well, he, he has did, a helmet on. He did find a helmet. He didn't put it on when he first got on the, the thing, yeah, you, but he finds it right before he smashes into the wall. I mean, I guess if you're going to put on a helmet, that's as good a time as any. I guess. Why not just duck your head into your shell, though? Like a turtle would. That's true, because then you become a cannonball. <laughs> and you probably ruined the structural integrity of your home. He still smashed through a wall. Yeah, but it slowed him down because he had all them gangly appendages. Oh, okay. Uh, but we cut back to Shredder, or not Shredder, we cut back to Splinter. His tummy erupts Mouth and agape. again. And he gets teleported to the Dream Realm. And now it's all angry, and lightning is flashing, and there's orange and fire sometimes. And he's yelling at a voice in the distance. About how this is a place of enlightenment and only certain people can be here. Excuse me. You're so much better at paying attention yeah. than me. I I think I was done by this point. <laughs> uh, the voice attacks him with uh, floating orange fire? With a question mark. And then we cut back to Chung E and he's looking at the super wobbly mirror and he's yelling at it. Waggling a finger at it saying you'll never enter the realm. Blah, blah, blah. The dragon's... His plan... Is to use the dream of man, the dreams of mankind, to use them to enter into mankind's realm, which doesn't make any sense to me. But sure, and then he shoots a little bit of fire at Chung E, who does not get burned at all. He's not even smoking, but he does get knocked down. I don't. And then I think it's dream fire. Is it dream fire? Oh, it's, that burns you on the inside. Yeah, it's scary, it but it bad. doesn't. It's like when you get lit on fire in a dream. <laughs> it doesn't hurt you. I guess not. Just fucks so your shit up. We cut back. We got back to New York. Raphael came home, even though last we saw him, he was already home. Whatever. Uh, and the Foot Ninja followed him back, even though <laughs> like, it was literally Michelangelo who led them to the lair. And they were seconds behind him. Yep. Like, But it's like later that day, they've got more ninja. Uh, there's this terrible choreographed fight. Uh, Michelangelo hangs out on the stairs and uses the railing to flip around and Dudes. Do they ever use their weapons? Because they never use weapons in this. They do eventually, or at least they have them out. Because they're using garbage cans and, and vacuum cleaners at this point. Yes, indeed. Uh, Donatello says, do you want a suck face? And then puts the, the vacuum onto a foot ninja's face. I mean, you got to give it to them. They're good at puns in the middle of fights. They are good at puns, and it's. I think this may be why I thought I hated puns for as long as I did. Because <laughs> these puns are all real bad. There's just a lot of difficult to tell what's going on fighting. Right? It's very fast. It's very cut. Like, the locations change with each cut, and I have no idea what's happening. (laughs) But it's not important, because these foot ninja are fucking punks. They can't do anything. It's also not important, because by this point, we're already going to buy the action figures. (laughs) And the episodes are 20 minutes long, so that leaves 10 whole minutes for for McDonald's Happy Meal commercials. (laughs) And, and toy commercials. like yeah. Tell me what Megazord is next so I can buy that. <laughs> I would rather have the Megazord than these toys. Uh, but it was interrupted with a little bit of humor because the pizza parlor called back to correct the order that Michelangelo you, placed because pizza! Was it sour cream pizza with extra know. licorice, I believe there, is what he said? That sounds right. For whatever reason, they're carrying over the uh, they like gross pizza from the original cartoon. I understand them liking pizza, but why would they eat weird pizza? Maybe turtles like gross stuff. That seems to be bugs. the lesson. They eat bugs. But they also like like strawberries and stuff, so who the hell knows? Yeah. That, I, know, I mean, that, that will be my job, is to pay attention to what pizza they're eating. <laughs> You're in charge of pushing record. 
and owning these microphones, and I will just know that they got sour cream pizza with extra licorice. That's fair. After the fight, Splinter is uh, still in limbo or whatever. The dreamscape. It looks like limbo at this point because it's all fiery. And he's in a coma and can't wake up, I guess. They don't really try to wake him up. He's mostly just asleep. And then we cut back to China where Chung E is dying. After because all. the dream fire. It burned his innards. Yeah, dragon dream fire is the worst. And then he tells, uh, I think he finally does name her Venus, uh, that she needs to go to New York and find Splinter and help them fight the dragons. I hope we get more backstory because why is she in China when the other turtles aren't? Uh, they do explain that. Okay, because she has the same, like the, her name is the same motif. <laughs> but also, yeah. if she was raised there, she doesn't have an accent, does she? I mean, she has a she white say person a... trying to have an Asian oh, okay. accent. Okay, because she doesn't say a whole lot in this. Sort no, of. she has like four lines, and one of them is "Okay," or it might be "I'm going to America." She does say that. Her and Eddie yeah. Murphy. She uh, is wearing a cloak with uh, a blue lighting. She has a light blue mask. Uh, so many colors, and they went with the same yeah, colors I mean, later. They, I like that they didn't go with the super obvious pink mask, but there's they could have gone yellow or green yeah, or any other color. Mauve. <laughs> Indeed. But nope, light blue. Uh, that would make you think that she'd have like a sword or something, uh, but you'd be wrong. Do I have to wait and find out what her weapon is? Uh, or are you going to tell me? I can tell you if you want. No, I'll wait and see. Okay. It'll be when we don't follow through with this. I'll die uh, not knowing. <laughs> uh, you'll be very disappointed with what it is. Uh, but yeah, but that's how the episode ends with uh, her deciding to go to America. I don't know how she plans to do that because she is a monster, and I'm gonna go ahead and guess she doesn't have like a credit card or a passport or a passport or any of the things you need to get across state lines, state lines, I guess, uh, country lines. Whatever. Uh, the closing credits has a lot of other stuff cut into it, uh, including the turtles rocking out with instruments and uh, dancing. Is there a, is there a music video that goes along with this show somewhere? Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to go ahead and say yes, but I don't know for sure. But there's like kids dancing, and then there's a bunch of posing. And we do see uh, Venus throw some magic a couple of times. Is there magic in this? There is magic in it. You saw the, a, a lizard man talk through a, a, a wobbly mirror. Well, that's more like demon magic. I oh. meant like magic magic. I didn't know that you differentiated. I don't them. know. But that's the episode. We end on a cliffhanger. Uh, well, that's because it's part one of five. Yeah, that's too many. It's far too many. So, uh, yeah, join us next time as we go through this debacle. Uh, Only 25 more to go. Woo! Uh, there, the reason that it was never picked up or uh, didn't even get the like the Power Rangers length of episodes is uh, going to be very apparent very quickly. Is it? It's general awfulness. It's the general awfulness. And this is. I don't know if the people in who are listening understand that Sky loves everything that the Ninja Turtles do. It's true. Um, I I found my ancient VHS uh, copy of the interview that Barbara Walters did with the Ninja Turtles. I would make fun of you, but the other, uh, like, two months ago, I looked up Oprah's uh, interview with uh, with George Lucas uh, right before the <laughs> special edition, so. Yeah. Oh, man, the Oprah... Turtles? Uh, Turtles. That's where they so did the good. Out of Their Shell tour is the worst thing ever. <laughs> no, it's so good. It's worth the watch, but... It's oh, on YouTube. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's real bad. 
So um, I guess we'll try this again with episode two. Yeah. Me. Right. Thanks for listening. Um, I haven't established any of our social medias yet, but you can follow me uh, on Twitter, Tumblr, and all the other places. I'm Sandwich Surplus. Um, I have a Twitter too, but I don't remember how to spell it. <laughs> Hold on, I can find out. It's missing a lot. It's Midwest Love Affair, but it doesn't have any vowels. It's uh, at M-D-W-S-T-L-V-A-F-F-R. My, it was too long. It's embarrassing. I got sandwich surplus in there. Yeah, mine's like three words. Mid and West are kind of two words. Except they're not. Got me there. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yay!